Hey everyone, welcome back to the Stride Power Podcast. As always, my name is Evan. Today, we are going to be doing another Stride Ambassador interview. Today, I am joined by Kenneth Evers. Kenneth, how are you doing today? Hi, Evan. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great today. Thanks so much for coming on. We're really, really excited to hear all about your journey with Stride, to hear about how you got into running and what some of your training experiences have been and the things you have targeted for the future. This is, again, part of our Stride Ambassador series. The one sort of question that I always really, really like to lead off with, and I'm so interested anytime I talk to any runner, is hearing about how you got into running. Can you tell us how you kind of started your running journey and what that has looked like for you? Yes, sure. Uh, actually, it's it's a pretty funny story. Originally, um, just, just to set the score right, I, I haven't done any exercise basically my entire adult life. The last time I ran was like in... Uh, uh, elementary school uh, and and I haven't really worked out since I haven't played football or soccer or anything like that um, the fun story starts uh, in 2018 where my wife gets asked by one of her girlfriends to go join her on a cozy half marathon run mm. just to have fun <laughs> and uh, my wife looked at me and said well, that's nothing cozy about a half marathon. And just to, to, to uh, state that she hadn't run for like 10 Ks at that mm -hmm. time. So a half marathon wasn't cozy at all. Mm -hmm. And me being a bit cocky, just said, well, everyone can run a half marathon. <laughs> set their mind to it. So uh, I had to uh, yeah, basically um, follow that up with signing up for the Copenhagen half marathon. Mm. Uh, just to uh, yeah prove my point, um, and I did that. So uh, six months from uh, my overconfident statement comment, uh, I actually went to the uh, Copenhagen Half Marathon, uh, and I haven't run at all. The day of the race was the first time I even opened the shoe box with the running shoes because I haven't even tried them on. I just go to the local store, bought the cheapest pair I could find, uh, some workout-ish uh, clothes. And then I took the train to Copenhagen. I live just right outside Copenhagen. Uh, I took the train to Copenhagen. And then I was at the running, at the start line. And that was huge. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was an experience, let me say it that way, because... Mm -hmm. It, 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 it was hard. It was mm -hmm. difficult. I had no experience. And I, I could actually run just like the first 10K at an okay pace. I think I had like 70 minutes or something like that. I was mm -hmm. very impressed. Uh, then I hit the 12K marker and I couldn't run any further. So I just walked a bit, ran a bit, walked a bit. It was a nightmare getting through. But what was really great was I got to the finish line. It took me two hours and 47 minutes. But I got to the finish line. And when I got that medal, after finishing the half marathon, I could cry, basically. I was so proud of myself. Mm -hmm. It was a huge achievement. And that is the day I set my mind up to, well, this might actually be fun. So I signed up for the uh, 2019 race 
And then I thought, well, this time around, I better need uh, to train a bit before just uh, getting to the start line, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's how I got into running, and I've been running ever since. I've always heard that doing, you know, the dedicated training and actually training for stuff tends to go a little bit better than signing up, uh, you know, a while in advance and opening the running shoe box, uh, you know, that day of of the of the half marathon race day. What did you do for your training plan? What was kind of your mindset and what resources did you seek out when you were uh, you know, trying to train for your next goal race and get that next medal draped around your neck at the finish line. Yeah, what I did was actually I started in, in April and the race is in September. Mm-hmm. So I ran September 18 and then the next race date was September 19. Mm-hmm. And I started in uh, in April, basically just with a, a basic from couch to 5K plan just to get going. It was so hard just to go out and have like two, three workouts a week, mm-hmm. run three, five, 10K. The first time I got like a 10K suggestion on my training plan, I had like, um, there was a service called Indomundo in Europe. Mm-hmm. They were bought by Matt My Run mm-hmm. um, a few years back, but they had like one of these easy training plans. And the, I remember the first time I got the suggestion to run 8K, I think, what? I can't run 8K right now. <laughs> I know I did the same at my first half marathon, but it's, it's, it's really difficult when someone says you can do this and you don't think you can. Right. Um, so, so I had to get used to going into that mode where, well, if, if others can do this, if the training plan is structured this way, there might be a reason for that. Mm-hmm. So I'll just give it a go. Mm-hmm. I'll see what I can do. And if I can't do it all, I'll do my best to just get as much done as possible. Mm-hmm. And actually, I kept that uh, right up until the next uh, race day I had. And it, 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 it worked a lot, a lot better than not having trained at all before race day. Right. Do you feel like as you made your way through the training plan, you had similar experiences like that? Because as you start maybe the couch to 5k plan, it starts you up pretty gradually. But then, like you mentioned, uh, a suggestion from the training plan to run eight kilometers when, you know, you really hadn't done that in training before, and you kind of have that intimidation. Do you feel like you built up that confidence in yourself and you had multiple experiences like that over the course of following a more structured training regimen? Yeah, what I found was that a structured training plan. Ba- basically, I'm the type that needs an adult to tell me what to do, yeah. right? Because if, if if no one's telling me what to do, I'll always tend to not do it mm-hmm. uh, or, or do it um, less efficiency or in a shorter du- uh, duration or something like that. Sure. So ha- having an adult or, or basically just an app tell me this is what you need to do today mm-hmm. uh, help me be motivated. Right. And it actually helps me to, uh, to to get it done because, as you said, it can be really intimidating. Mm-hmm. When you have that suggestion for a workout that you you haven't done before or you are not very confident on doing, mm-hmm. and, and then getting that done, it, it can be like if, if I woke up this morning and the training plan suggested something like crazy workout I haven't done before, I would think about that the entire day until I got home from work I had to do it. Um, so that was my initial thought on the training plan, on the structure plan. 
But having done that a few times where you actually can, can, can say to yourself, well, I, I did this. I could do this. I surprised myself. That motivates you and keep getting those those goals. So, yeah, I need to raise the number of kilometers I run during a week or a month right. or how fast I can run or all, all these personal small PRs or goals that you set yourself. You, you, you Once you get to that and, and you find out that you can actually achieve this, mm-hmm. that motivates you for the next goal. So the next workout the next training plan, the next whatever you have. Right. And that's, that's, that's the only thing basically that kept me going yeah. was those small successes uh, on the way there. Mm-hmm. But it's a mix. It's a mix of, well, this seems tough. I can't possibly do this. To, well, I, I did this. I could do this. Well, great success. Let me try again. Right. right. Totally. When you were following a structured training plan, what was the sort of recommendation initially did you have pace targets effort targets were using something like heart rate what did that kind of structure look like to you and what did you think about um you know that intensity recommendation yeah originally it 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 was a a mix of both pace and heart rate Mm -hmm. so you, you i could have those runs where there wasn't exactly a time uh or a pacing uh but like just a distance so you need to run 10k today but most of the trainings had like you have to run 10k at this pace Mm -hmm. and and not considering very much the the heart rate or the effort or the weather or something like that it's just you have to do this okay then 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 i went and did that and that was the training i had because those were basically the tools that were available at the time right what did you think about being given those recommendations, were there any like sort of shortfalls or places where you're like, I wish I had a better personal recommendation or I wish I knew, you know, how hard to run up this hill or I wish I knew, um, you know, when it comes to race day in September 2019, exactly how hard, you know, I should run on race day. Were there any thoughts about that during that structured training plan or were you just kind of soaking in that initial training plan experience along the way? both and and of of course it's it's quite a leading question right because you know that with 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 your product or with the strip power but i i i get those metrics and it takes weather into consideration but the old training plan i had didn't do that Mm -hmm. and of of course there's problems with that Mm -hmm. if you have like I, I live in Denmark, so it's Scandinavia. It's it's rainy and it's windy most of the, the, the year, right? So when you have total silent wind, not no wind at all, or you have a, a hard wind, so it's it's really messy weather. Uh, the training plan doesn't take in advance that 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 could be a difference. So you still have to do the 10k at uh, six minutes uh, a kilometer or something like that. Sure, and that effort will be a lot higher in tough weather. Mm-hmm. than in in uh, uh, normal weather and mm-hmm. it will be a lot tougher if you have like a great so it, it's uphill the entire way or something like that uh, than if you ran downhill the entire way but the old training plan didn't take that into consideration at all i just had well you need to be either in this heart rate or you need to be with at this pace right and and yeah and that's 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 some of the problems with with the uh, training plans that that doesn't really take your your RSS, so it doesn't take your your 
stress level into consideration and doesn't take the weather into consideration. Mm -hmm. So by now you've used Stride for at least a little bit. What was your first experience maybe hearing about Stride, your first initial thoughts and what interested you in, you know, using running power in your training after following a structured training plan using some pace and heart rate guides? To be totally honest, um, I got a recommendation from one of my running buddies. Mm -hmm. He said, well, you need, you need this. Um, and and having, having done a, a bit of cycling too, of course, I know what a power meter can do for you. Um, and he said, well, this, this is perfect. And this is just what you need. If you have like no coverage and there's no GPS signal or something like that, this will tell you exactly how uh, long you've run, etc. Mm -hmm. So um, he just convinced me to buy it. Mm -hmm. And originally, I'm, I'm just like, well, I love the new metrics I got in my Garmin app. So mm -hmm. I got a whole bunch of new metrics and I wasn't quite sure what to do with it. But it, it could tell me a better comparison of the efforts I had mm -hmm. uh, from some of the same uh, routes I, mm -hmm. I, I normally would run. So I could compare saying like, this was harder today than it was yesterday, even right. though it was the same distance. Right. Yeah, well, it was another pace or the weather was different or something like that. So it could be better measure that. But I didn't, to be honest, structure it in my training plan. Mm -hmm. I just had all the metrics and said, well, that's good to have. Someday I might use it. And then I have all the history I, 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 can, uh, I can use. But I, I didn't actually use that very much up until this year, to be honest. So. Sure. Um, now, you, you just mentioned now you're you know, using a little bit more structured training around power. Are you following a certain stride training plan? And do you have a goal race that you are training for right now? Yeah. For me, it's uh, right now I'm on the low volume marathon training plan. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you can set like how many days a week you want to work, uh, train, not work. <laughs> if, if only uh, how many days a week you can, you would train and mm -hmm. how many hours you want to use on it. So uh, being a bit of an optimist, I went from like running 21K a week the last couple of two, three months mm -hmm. or something like that. Not very structured um to to on this plan have six hours a week and mm. only two rest days mm -hmm. and i know i can do that based on early experience but it's it's the structure in it so like i said originally it's well you need to do this today well mm -hmm. great then i'll go home i'll do that i'll get that done and i've been on this for three weeks now mm -hmm. 21 days actually yeah so that's that's three weeks and in that time I'm actually a bit surprised, but in that time, even though the majority of the uh, workouts is easy runs, it's low intensity, it's endurance, distance, etc. Um, I can totally feel the difference just comparing the same route I run now as for a month ago. Mm -hmm. uh, my heart rate is way lower. I can keep going way longer. And I can hold the same wattage. Yeah, now it's power base, so I can actually compare. Right. Um, and, and and it's just following the structure plan. It's it's I, I'm I'm a bit surprised what three weeks could actually do on, on this plan for me. Uh, it's it's a, it's a great success. And what's the goal marathon that you have if you're following the stride marathon plan? I actually cheated a bit. 
if if I have to be honest. I cheated sure. a bit because I have Copenhagen Marathon on May 15th, mm-hmm. and that's what the training plan is actually up for. Sure. So I'm training towards the uh, May 15th Marathon. Awesome. Okay, in uh, Copenhagen. Yeah. Uh, on Sunday, um, I actually have. Uh, it's April 3rd. Mm-hmm. I actually have a marathon in Hanover. Um. So 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 this week I've changed the training, mm-hmm. the suggested training, so the workouts a bit up to make sure that I I don't uh, have too high of a volume up to the marathon. And it's it's we are four four running bodies that are actually taking the train together and going to Hanover and having a great time on Sunday. So I don't have any expectations for a PR or something like that. I just want to have a good time. Yeah. But but that's my long run this week. So that 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 will be a long run. Yeah. Um, but but the real goal is Copenhagen Marathon in May. <laughs> awesome. And if everything works out. I hope I can uh, I can PR that. Mm-hmm. What do you like about the plan? One one comment I kind of initially have is not even about the plan, but maybe the setup where if you found a training plan online somewhere and it was a general 12 week marathon plan that had a similar type of structure, it might not be very easy to edit and incorporate running the Hanover Marathon in, you know, in your training and then be able to adjust the rest of the workouts after that. But using the Stride app, you can very obviously do that, go in and edit things as you would like. What type of uh, things and structure do you like about the Stride Marathon Plan? You mentioned you can already feel a sort of difference only, uh, you know, three weeks in going on four weeks into your Stride Marathon Plan. What are some of the things you like about it? I, I really like the, the mix of workouts. There's, there's a bunch of, of easy runs, long runs, and, and on the early stages of the plan, so the, the first couple of weeks, it's really slow pace. Actually, you have a very low wattage. Mm-hmm. So, so on, on the uh, Stride app, you have like your, your critical power. It's personal. It's based off your weight and, and how you run, etc. Um, but that takes into consideration the running stress score. So you have a, a, a stress-based score that basically determines how your body is feeling or should mm-hmm. be feeling mm-hmm. uh, from the last couple of weeks workout. So... That's that's why it will adjust on the way. So mm-hmm. on the fly, basically adjust. So if I if my critical power increases, then my workouts adapt to that. Right. And that's that's really cool. And 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 what I what I like the first two weeks was that it was very low intensity, mm-hmm. and it was actually so low intensity that I compared to like just running with pace. So I had to run way slower than I would normally do. Mm-hmm. And that was actually pretty hard to, you, you have like a basic running mode. So if someone tells you, well, go run right now and you're totally naked running, you have no watch or sure. anything, you have a certain pace that mm-hmm. you will feel comfortable in. And, and, and that pace for me was way faster than I should mm. go. So the running stress would be way too high and that would result in fatigue. Right. Doing it this way with a lower intensity it actually enabled me to to free free. I think I ran from twenty one k to to fifty k to sixty k to seventy two k last uh, week, 
and that that's not necessarily just because of the training plan but it's it's because of the fatigue so right. i was able to do that with basically the same stress score right so um, so so that was uh, that was a big surprise that that the training plan actually enabled me to do that because mm-hmm. running slow enabled me to run further and mm-hmm. faster when i have those workouts and i haven't really thought about that before right but, but now i saw it in real life and i feel it and and that's 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 pretty great. Yeah. Do you have a preferred type of running session that you like to do, or favorite type of workout that you prefer to in your training plans? It can be you know different if you're running a five k plan or if you're running a marathon plan. But do you have a preferred style of training that you like to do or type of workout? Strides. Mm. I love strides. Why? So st- yeah, so just start with a warm up, and it can be. I had like a, uh, I think it was a an hour or an hour and ten minute session or something like that uh, this last week, uh, and and I had like half an hour just slow pace, easy run, slow pace, and then you switch it up. So in the middle, then you then you can really prove yourself or something like that. Mm-hmm. You, you 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 can say, well, I need to uh, run uh, quicker now, faster now. I need to increase the wattage, so I need to uh, uh, increase my effort, basically, and then take it slow, and then increase again, and then take it slow, and then you do that a bunch of times, and you get that, well, that felt great, and then you have a slow run again. So I had like a half an hour slow slow run uh, to, um, to, to end the session with, mm-hmm. and I, th- I, I find them fun. Because it's a mix of, well, yeah, I can, I can go, I get some distance, so I like to have like a certain amount of kilometers a week or something like that. Sure. I, I like to have that. So this, in, this plan enables me to do that. And the strides workout really is a mix of, well, I need to push myself a bit, mm-hmm. but not too much. Right. And it gets you feeling maybe like you're doing that type of quality without taking away from that next more specific workout. That exactly. you might have to do exactly. in, your, in your training plan. Have you looked at any of the other workouts that are available in the Stride workout library? Or do you have other types of maybe more marathon specific workouts that you enjoy doing? I haven't done any of the other suggested workouts you have in the <laughs> library, but I've seen a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't done it myself. And that's it's not embarrassing, but I have a treadmill at home mm-hmm. and having all the street wilds, uh, the uh, um, workouts of the week mm-hmm. last week were very focused around treadmill running. Yep. Uh, so I could have done those, but I didn't. I just went with the training plan I had already, mm-hmm. um, but I found them fun. And, and if I weren't right now focused so much on, on, on just getting the, the current plan done, I would, or I could still mix it up remove some of them with, with some of these suggested workouts instead. Mm-hmm. Um, but they seem fun. Uh, for the specific marathon training, I love my re- long runs. The mm-hmm. long runs in the weekend, strides are fun, but the long runs in the weekend, it's, it's, uh, it's just an easy pace, two hours or two and a half hours. I get to clear my head. It's, uh, I, I think it's great. Even um, when, with, with the summer coming up, Mm-hmm. The, 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 the spring, the nature, everything looks awesome. So uh, I found that really as a stress release, basically. Mm-hmm. 
Have you uh, found yourself gravitating towards any type of particular setup um, when you are running outdoors and enjoying the nature? Do you have a certain type of watch you prefer to run with? Do you run with your phone? What does your running setup kind of look like when you're out there running and doing your training plan? I have a Garmin watch. I mm. have a Garmin Forerunner 745, mm -hmm. basically because that was not too large and it still had all the functions. Sure. Uh, so I could do triathlons, etc. Um, and and I use that, and I've been using that, yeah, since it came out. What is that? A year or two years ago, mm -hmm. something like that, I think. Yeah. Um, previous to that, I had an Apple Watch. Mm -hmm. uh, what's really great about the Garmin Watch is you actually have your own app on it. Mm -hmm. So uh, the the Stride Workout app, where I can see my watches, I can see my laps, I can see everything on it. Uh, that's, that's pretty awesome to be honest. Mm -hmm. Do you find yourself looking at any sort of features? I know already you mentioned you like to look at your running stress score. Um, yeah. you like to use the training plan, obviously that we've talked about. Is there any type of feature or features in the stride ecosystem, whether it's the web, um, site power center, whether it's stride mobile app or the Garmin workout app, like you said, do you find yourself using any sort of features regularly or checking things most often? What, what I actually just love about it is all the metrics you have available to you. Mm -hmm. So it, it can depend on the type of workout, what I want to see, but with stride, I actually get the up option to 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 get those results or get those uh, uh answers to the questions i might have on the specific workout right. what i normally look at most is uh, the critical power i tend to actually not not that much anymore but i i tended to uh to to, to look at what what do you call it your strike length mm -hmm. so how how far you how many meters is, is it one meter is it 1.2 meter uh, you take in each step etc mm -hmm. uh, i don't do that very much anymore mm -hmm. and i actually don't even look at my heart rate anymore because right mm -hmm. now i've just gotten used to on the training plan it's the wattage so i have well i'm in blue zone that means i have too low wattage mm -hmm. so i need to increase the effort a bit uh, then i go into the green zone perfect i need to be here i live here it feels great here and, and then you have the red zone where you, you're going too fast. So mm -hmm. take it easy. Um, and that's directly on your watch while you're running. That's directly on my watch. And that's basically down. the only metrics I look at. Mm -hmm. So it's that. And it, it still has the time uh, uh, and, uh, and the time left. Mm -hmm. But that's basically it. Before running with this uh, Stripe Workout app, I tended to look at both my heart rate, the distance, my pace. It was, to be honest, a bit stressful. Mm -hmm. I found it very, very easy to just have a clear mind with less data going on the run, but with more data when coming home, if that makes sense. Totally. You're collecting all that data and you get to use you know, that powerful, you know, stride engine to review all that stuff afterwards and give you really, really great workout recommendations and race predictions. But during, you almost don't want to obsess over everything that's going on. And you kind of want to just be able to run and adjust that intensity based on some slight visual cues or those power ranges that you are recommended to, to stay in. But 
afterwards is time to crunch all that data and look at it. But during, you just want to yeah, be able to easily not stress about the exact type of intensity you want to do. And you just kind of want to get that visual feedback, which is one of my favorite things about the Stride Workout app too. Um, you mentioned already that over the first three weeks of your marathon plan that you felt more comfortable running over your daily routes. You said that yeah. this next week you have a marathon as your long run, which I would say you're yeah. probably in a pretty good place mentally to incorporate a marathon in your marathon training plan. What do you hope to gain overall out of this training plan? And what are you looking forward to? Two things. I have two goals with the marathon training plan. It could be any training plan, basically. It's it's not because it's just a marathon training plan that just happened to be my goal race this year. Mm -hmm. So, uh, of course, that's that's the plan I went with. Um, but, but there's two things in it for me. The first thing being, it's structured. Mm. So I know what I need to do. I know how long I need to, uh, how, how much time I need to spend on it. Uh, I know which workouts are coming up. Um, that structure in itself, again, having an adult telling me what to do mm -hmm. is working a lot better for me personally than, than if I had to decide myself or if I would just grab some, some other generic training plan somewhere on the web. Mm -hmm. Um, but the other thing I can already feel a big difference. Uh, but the other thing I, um, I hope to gain <laughs> is, is just that basic core uh endurance uh uh not having too much fatigue uh, etc it's just being able to have a good basic running form mm -hmm. so that i i enable myself to to enter into races set new goals that i know my base is where it should be uh and i'm feeling good about it right and and, and following this structure right now that base is a lot better than it was just a month ago, to be honest. Right. So, uh, so I, 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 I'm not quite sure, but I don't think this would be my last training plan because I need, I need this. I need to have a schedule mm -hmm. and I need to have a goal. Mm -hmm. um, so once I reach my current goal, well, I can't make any promises, but it, it wouldn't surprise me if I just went in and created another training plan and then just had that and, and right. keep keep doing that moving forward because right. it's it's been working really great for me. Yeah, I love that mindset. And that's something I think a lot of people maybe realize when the training is coming easy, that you're not necessarily just following a training plan for this static 12-week time period, and then everything's done. You're capitalizing on all that gained fitness. You're getting excited about future goals because you realize that if you follow that set structured plan, that it enables you to reach new heights and new levels that you might not have thought was possible three or four months previous. And there's no reason why you can't capitalize off of fitness and keep things rolling. And I'm super excited to, to, you know, check in in a few weeks and hear, um, you know, your progress and then do a sort of recap after your goal race. And then maybe hear what training plan you want to utilize next. I mentioned at the beginning too, that you are one of our stride ambassadors in this series is focusing on a sort of beginning, middle end and doing some check-ins over the course of your training plan. Do you have a area on social media where people might be able to follow along with your journey if they are curious to tune in to your specific progress? Absolutely. Uh, I'm 
primarily on Instagram. So my handle is uh, evos.runs. So just go check it out. I yeah. have a, 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 I have a bunch of content. I normally uh, take my camera out when I when I run outside and I shoot a bunch of video and yeah, well, just just basic photos of my journey mm-hmm. and the story of my journey. So uh, go follow if uh, if interested, and and I'll absolutely follow back. So uh, no worries. <laughs> Love that. Um, we have two more questions. The first one is actually a sort of question that you would pose for yourself in the next check-in we do. So if you have a chance to ask future Kenneth a question, what question would you pose yourself that you want to be able to answer in the next episode? Yeah, well, that depends. When is the next episode? Is it uh, after the training plan is done or is it just when we're uh, about to get there? Yeah, it'll be just before your your goal race, before we do that last final check-in. So something maybe in the next one or two months that you're kind of curious to hear how something went. Maybe it's about how Hanover went. Maybe it's about how you're adjusting to the middle stage of that training plan. What are you kind of curious to know about how future you is doing on the stride training plan? My absolutely first question is, did you get that PR? Mm. Are you gonna Are you gonna do it? Do you feel enabled? Are you uh, Are you in the proper training? Are you in proper form? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your mindset? So, uh, if it's just before Copenhagen, then uh, my my absolute first question will be, do you think you're gonna PR? Mm-hmm. I love that. And then last final thing we have here, we like to answer some questions too. We, we love to hear you answer our questions. But while you're here talking with us, do you have any questions about Stride, training with Stride, any features that you're kind of curious about or anything that you want to know more while we're talking about running with power and running with Stride? First of all, great product, great uh, metrics. That's, that's, that's not the problem. I have one problem or one question basically but there's one thing i simply can't get to work Mm -hmm. how do you place the stripe part on the vaporfly next percent to enable the wind measure yeah we actually have a we I, i will first start off by saying that we have a fantastic support team our customer support team is integral to everything we do at Stride. Um, I started working on our customer support team. Pretty much everybody um, at the whole company works in some degree with customer support. And they have gone out of their way to make some great video-based content about how to put Stride on a racing shoe like the Next Percent. So a shoe that maybe has a little bit asymmetrical lacing. So we have some great um, video support content that you can find on our YouTube and then also our support.stride.com site. Uh, There's a little slight trick with the exact laces that you place it on, Um, but our support team has gone out of the way to show the correct like laces and angle to put it on um, to enable getting correct wind power. And once you uh, follow that sort of lacing setup, you have no worries in training or racing um, for enabling that sort of correct wind power too, because we know, you know, everybody at Stride is a runner too. Uh, we we do training, <laughs> we do uh, yeah. racing. And so we're uh, kind of at that first line of um, being able to think about what we can do to help people make sure that they're getting the correct setup, they're getting the correct uh, data on race day and in training as well. Um, Kenneth, I want to thank you so much 
for coming on. We're yeah, super excited to follow along with your training journey and everything. And we're excited to talk to you again. And this wraps up this episode of the Stride Power Podcast. And we will talk to you, Kenneth, in a couple of weeks from now. And we're excited to see how Hanover goes and do yeah, a general <laughs> check-in on your training plan. Thanks again Looking so much.